Hello and welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I'm Liz and today we've got something slightly different for you. We're going to be interviewing a couple called Mark and Gracie who have just, literally just, emigrated from the UK to New Zealand. We met Mark and Gracie, they did our five-day free video guide and then they went on to purchase, we've got a package called the New Zealand Calling Package and they went on to purchase that. Within that package is a private community and we just We've just been getting to know them over the last few months. It's been a fascinating journey watching them sell their house and the sale almost falling through. And then they moved into a caravan and they've got these dogs. And it's just a really lovely story that we wanted to share with you today. Because mm. you said it was called uh, like a pet plane. And I thought like, oh, it's a plane coming over with all these pets sit- sitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not well, you're, smoking. you're not far off. You're not far off. I'll have a I'll have a whiskey with mine. I think you're going to really like it because, like I say, they brought two dogs over from the UK to New Zealand and these dogs went on this special plane and then they were, like, taxied from the airport to this quarantine facility in New Zealand. It's a really, really great story and I think you're going to love it. So let's jump on in and meet Mark and Gracie. Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. Right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Mark and Gracie, welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. So excited to have you you on here, guys. (laughs) Thanks for having us. We've waited a long time to get you on here. We've known you for uh, online, virtually, uh, for for quite a while, watching you as you made your plans to move to New Zealand. And you arrived in the country and now we're in lockdown. But (laughs) Come come to New Zealand, it's COVID free. (laughs) (laughs) so we're so excited to hear about your journey and if you would just introduce yourselves to the audience and let you know let us know who you are and yeah just a little bit about yourselves absolutely okay Shall I go first? Yep. I'll go first. So obviously I, I'm Mark. We've we've been together for 11 years. Well done. And a couple. And, yeah. and, and a couple. And a couple. 11 plus two. Are you sure you thought about that there, Mark? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I always get that one wrong. Um, but uh, no, so I'm originally from Leicester in the UK. I've worked as a project manager for, for 90% of, of my career. Yeah, we, we basically had this moment back in the UK where we we thought you know we'd like to do something a bit different and we obviously joined your your group and from from various google searches and what have you and and that did the the initial taster sessions and then really it's it's, it's evolved from there yeah i've i've become quite an avid avid follower over the the yeah. last few months and uh, as you go through that that initial planning phase it's really useful to have some some checkpoints and some sounding boards i guess in yeah. order to yeah plan that journey but yeah i'm mark i'm grace's husband and uh, do you want to introduce yeah. yourself <laughs> i'm grace i'm mark's wife um so we've been together nearly 13 years and have two sons who are six and one um i'm a, a gp and have been for the last few years so we talked on and off over years about you know going somewhere different and, and looking for somewhere somewhere new to try and luckily my work sort of takes us lots of places so new zealand came up on the list shuffled along by the covid19 pandemic and we're here thanks to a lot of a lot of guidance from yourselves oh, you know i've been tootling back and forward to work for months listening to your podcast sort of a bit here <laughs> and a bit there which makes my day quite a lot more interesting to be yeah. honest thinking about what was coming yeah, oh, it's good actually goodness. because what one of so one of the things that we you know when you're in the car with your your six year old or what have you and obviously they knew we were coming to New Zealand they knew it was getting closer so we often used to have the debate should we have grown up music or kids music well actually the happy medium was let's have a New Zealand podcast <laughs> yeah. and, and that's how we managed to set it up you see so right. so you know the kids know you yeah. as well oh that's oh, gorgeous yeah. that's, oh, yeah. that's lovely that's amazing, to think like, that you know? yeah so what think, made yeah. why New Zealand have you always so obviously you just had this adventurous side to you and you just 
Was it was it you wanted to go anywhere or did you specifically want to come to New Zealand? Why did you choose New Zealand? So I suppose work guided it a little bit. Um, so my French, if you've got a headache, I'm fine. But anything else more medical than that in French is a little bit lacking. So um, New Zealand offered the, the language and it, it's, it's yeah. very easy to come and work here in terms of kind of being registered and not having to sit more exams and things. New Zealand is, is always somewhere that I've been fascinated with. Uh, my mum lived in Australia when she was younger and sort of talked a lot about kind of being away and being somewhere different. Mark's not a big fan of creepy crawly, so Australia wasn't <laughs> number one. And, and so New Zealand ticks a lot of boxes for us. Right. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I mean, we'd, the one thing I will say is we'd never been before. Oh, yeah, uh, I was going to say that, yeah. Um, and, and I think that was one of the first questions, actually, that I put on the, the Slack group, you know, that we have, is, you know, how, how many of the people there had actually been before they made that decision to commit and, and fully go on, that emigration journey so we'd, ne- we'd never been but we we both had a an itch that needed to be scratched you know there was a bit of an adventure there neither of us had done that post-university or, or gap year traveling thing and I think that played a little bit of a role as well the, there was a short list and it, it had your you know the, the the common candidates on there everyone always says about Canada yeah. being the the alternative to New Zealand and and we came very close but it just didn't quite fit with work for either of us for grace there's quite a lot of re-qualifying that has to be done which obviously takes a lot of time when you've already gone through what is it 13 years you know, <laughs> yeah, 13 exactly. years to get yeah. there in, in the uk putting another three years on top is a lot and it obviously also costs a lot of money whichever way you do it europe is was a fascinating place and lots of options there um because we did look very closely at denmark the, the problem there is that grace would have to practice in a different language and obviously if you're practicing medicine you've got to be pretty fluent in whatever language you choose to do so i think la- language definitely played a, a, a big part but also new zealand gives that I think that added sense of adventure. The, the, the very fact that it's that bit further away. Quite a few friends that have been here either in gap years or, or on holidays. And it's always one of those places that stands out, even in, yeah. in the magazines. You know, you see those lovely pictures. And I think there's, there's that yeah. sense of let's go and see if it's really true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's I, so true, I, isn't I agree because it? it's like if you're in France, it's, it's almost too easy to pack the car home. and go home. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. me and Liz were living in France. We were living in Chamonix and... Uh, we just had enough. It was just like, oh, right, let's go. Well, let's yeah. just pack. And we packed everything up overnight and just went went back home. So, know? Grace, was it either of you stronger, had a bigger pull? Like with me and Brian, it was like me a little bit more and I had to try and convince Brian. Was that the same with you two or were you both equal? Was one of you fighting for it more or? I think we were we were both really keen, but there are so many hoops to jump through to, to come here that part of me just thinks, oh, that's it. Yeah. It's a good idea, but it's in the too hard box and I'll just park that. But, you know, our, our skills lend each other quite well t- to each other. You know, I could I could sort the work bit out and the visa process from there. And then Mark could kind of project manage the rest because that's his that's his forte. Yeah. yeah. So between us, actually, we, we, were, we were quite a good team and, and made it happen in that way. Had it just been one or the other, it probably wouldn't have wouldn't have happened, no, I don't think. Yeah. No, yeah. I feel for these people that have got one as one partner has got a real big, pull to go to it and do something like this mm-hmm. and the other one is just like nah it's not going to happen you just think that, would, yeah. that it would be so tough wouldn't it yeah, you know it, is, it really would it's, it's, it's like that adventurous side of you you know it's like you can talk and talk and talk about it and you never do it and then you've just got to decide we're going to do yeah. it but, so there was great there, sorry grace go on there were so many of our of our friends and and family in the kind of the last few weeks to coming that said oh I wish I was coming. I'm really jealous. Oh. Or I had the chance to go, you know, a few years ago and I didn't and I wish I had. And that came through so often. It convinced me we're doing the right thing. Because mm. you have your doubts and leaving family and friends. But so many people had so many regrets. I was like, we've, we've got this chance. We've just got to go and grab it. Yeah. 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 yeah and who have you left yeah. behind in the UK? And so I'm from quite a big family. I've got three other siblings and there's a whole bucket load of grandchildren along with our two and my parents. So, so we've left them who and they've they've been really broadly supportive I think because my mum lived in Australia as a, as a child she she gets it she gets the adventure she's got some really happy memories from it and although they'll miss us they're like no go go and do it you're young you're healthy you've got the chance just just go and do it yeah yeah, yeah. that's lovely isn't it when someone people are behind you like that what about you Mark who did you yeah. live behind I mean my, com- by comparison my, my family's a lot smaller uh my side of the family so I'm, I'm an only child um oh. so no, no siblings but obviously my mum and dad um and, and grandparents as well yeah I, I think it's 
you know, supportive, absolutely, you know, every, everyone was. I, I think there were probably a few more difficult conversations on, on my side. And that, the main reason for that, I guess, centered around the grandchildren. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm the only source of grandchildren yes. <laughs> to, to, to my parents. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, taking, you know, picking them up and taking them to the other side of the world, I, you know, I think that was quite hard hitting. And um, obviously, that there were a few occasions uh, along the way where you, you do have that that guilt moment. You know, are, are we doing the right thing? Uh, you know, is is it fair to take to take them? But quite quite honestly, you know, it, it's it's been a really smooth process with the family, and the family have been supportive. I think they understand that. Certainly, with your side of the family, out of all the siblings, if if there was a, if there was a couple that was going to do it, it, it was going it's to be, be us. Mm. All the others have stayed relatively close to to home, but I think they've they, they acknowledged that they they knew we had something that we needed to do and and, and an adventure that we needed to go on, yeah. and, and so um, that's that's been known by both sides of the family for quite a while now. So yeah, and obviously social. media, media, Zooms, what have you, they, they do help. Yeah. You can stay in contact a lot more regularly yeah. than, than perhaps, yeah. for example, when your mum was in Australia. Yeah. Um, so that aids the process. Yeah. I think there's an element of uncertainty at the moment because of the borders being closed and yeah. having been closed quite a while. It's, it's not as if you can say, oh, you know, we're coming over in three months or, you know, to the grandparents, you yeah. know, and say, oh, come over for Christmas or something like that because... As much as they would, and they'd be there in a heartbeat, mm-hmm. there's there's a very strict process to be gone through with with MIQ and, and whatever else. Yeah. So yeah. I think that adds an element of uncertainty around when will we see them next. Um, so that's certainly for, I think for both of us, but certainly mm-hmm. you know for me, it's something that crossed my mind in those last few weeks before getting ready to depart the UK. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. It's it's never easy, is it, when you talk about leaving family? Mm. You're much better than me because I'd just be bawling my eyes out now. <laughs> thank you. For I think I that. I think I was so dehydrated that last month before we left the UK, having to say goodbye to everybody because I am a crier and just every even thinking about saying goodbye, I'd start crying. Let's say actually doing it, darling. So I feel for you. Bit, yeah. It's not easy. There is was it? a little bit yeah. of relief, I think, once we were actually at the airport. We're like, right, we've 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 done that. We know that we're sad. We know we're going to miss them. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not forever. It's exactly. not the you know. It is the other side of the world, but it's yeah. not forever. Yeah. yeah. That was weird. Exactly it was right. it was a sense of relief. It, almost when you were yeah. on the road to go down yeah. to Heathrow, this 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 feeling of relief did yeah. come in after the initial. You know, the, once you've done the absolute final goodbyes, we were staying at my parents, and, yeah. and, that, and that was that was quite difficult. And obviously, it's never nice for the kids to see the grown-ups crying. No. So you you've all, oh. you know you're trying to all hold it together. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, the, once you, once we were on the road, it was it was this sense of relief, right? Yeah. That you know the goodbyes are done. Yeah. Now the adventure begins. Exactly. And, um, yeah. 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 No, and here so we are. True. Yeah. I, I remember, you know, uh, the same thing. We 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 were leaving. Um, the southwest and heading up to uh, Heathrow and it was just we had a hired car and it was the rucksacks and everything in the back and it was just like oh, yeah. we've done it you know we're, we're there yeah. Yeah. and it's that because it's 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 heartbreaking the goodbyes and you're dreading the last 10 minutes when you're about to say goodbye I know this when you're sitting in the front room and like you've got you know you've got to leave at half two and it's like 20 past and you're like Oh no! Let's just you know, go. It's just tick, tick, <laughs> tick, tick, tick. Just, yeah, oh. we we we'd said I think oh we'll we'll aim to leave around midday. Well, well, half ten in the morning came, and it was pretty clear that we'd just be killing time yeah. and waiting for the inevitable. So it's yeah. like you know what, come on, let's, let's go. go. Yeah. Um, and and it, that was the best way to do it, I think. Yeah. Just, yeah. just get in the car and go. Yeah. Um, oh, I've so, got yeah. so much that I want to talk to you about. But the biggest thing I want to talk to you about, well, one of the biggest things is you've also got. Well, you haven't just got two children now, have you? You've got four children, haven't you? You've got four, absolutely. (laughs) If you dream of moving to New Zealand, then you are going to love what I'm about to share with you. Twelve years ago, when me and Bri emigrated to New Zealand, we were scouring the internet, trying to find any information that we could about what our life would be like when we got here. And basically all we had was YouTube. So we made this vow. We said, when we get to New Zealand, we're going to create something that we can share with others that answers those questions that you're so desperate to know about. Like, what is your life going to be like when you get here? And that's what I'm here to offer you today. We have created a five-day free, absolutely free video guide that shows you what it's really like to live in New Zealand. This stuff is unique and it is 
fabulous. You are not going to find it anywhere else on the internet. And like I say, it's absolutely free. You'll be sent a video every day for five days and you will know what it's like in New Zealand. So if you are interested, head over to my blog, which is www.itsadrama.com slash I love NZ. You are going to love it. Oh, I've got so much that I want to talk to you about. But the biggest thing I want to talk to you about, well, one of the biggest things is you've also got, well, you haven't just got two children now, have you? You've got four children, yeah. haven't you? We've got four, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't tell us about those other two, two, did you? <laughs> so tell us about your two dogs. Yeah, so um, we've got Holly and Alfie. They're two cockapoos. Uh, four and two years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they are very close to being able to come and join us out here. So, um, I mean, th- there's one hell of a process you have to go through when it comes to bringing yeah. animals And I anywhere, want to talk but... about that in a minute. It's just like, but, but did you ever consider, because we're dog, we've got a dog as well. Yeah. Did you ever consider thinking, I'm just going to, we'll just leave them. We'll leave them with my mum and dad and we'll go. Or, or did, was it we always had, that you were going to bring them? <laughs> we had plenty of offers. That Holly and Alfie are probably up there with the grandchildren amongst our family. Okay. They're very well loved. But they are part of our family. And when we could figure out the logistics and the cost and everything, it was a case of, well, we can't, we can't leave them behind. As, as, being, as pampered as they're being currently with the grandparents, you know, they, they mm. were always going to come and join us. Oh, that's it. Yeah. It, it. It's amazing because my mum, the reason I asked that is because my mum is a massive cat lover and she's got a cat and she left her cat. I mean, mm, if, did, you, yeah. if you mention that to my mum now, she starts bawling her eyes out, doesn't she? Yeah, she, yeah. Just, she, she gets so upset. But yeah, I just wondered if it was ever, because we didn't have any pets when we came over and I wondered if it was, was it always a given that they would be coming or did you ever consider, well, you know, it's going to, because we'll talk about cost in a minute, but that must have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, at, the, at, the, at the planning phase, they were always coming. You know, when, when, you, when you receive the quotes, yeah. um, obviously <laughs> you, 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 you just glance at it and think, oh. Oof. No, no, no. They they are coming. They, they have are a nice coming. car for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But no, I mean, the thing the thing with them, um, and we'll come on to the process in a minute. But the the I, I think also with the kids, you know, the idea that you know, obviously James has had um, Holly, well, and and Wilf. They've both had the dogs around for virtually all their life. Yeah. So the, the fact that they'd be missing, it, it just wouldn't be quite right. And I think New Zealand's made for dogs in many ways. Oh, you know, lots of, honestly, lots yeah. of open spaces, yeah. lots of nice beaches. Yeah. Um, and um, obviously it, it, it formed part of the, the conversation with the agency that was recruiting you. I think that's what, yeah. that's what um, started it. You know, they asked the question, as they put it, have you got any fur babies? And oh. so we just said, yes uh two and so they're always factored in as part of the conversation from the yeah. very beginning really it's well, a bit I- more of a commitment isn't it in that way because like you get here and it's it's not like oh i'm missing the dogs i'll go back home and see you know and then you don't come back it's like you're bringing everything then aren't you you know yeah yeah it's, okay i'm yeah. jumping ahead yeah. but let me just ask you before i go on to the to bringing the dogs over because i'm dying to know all about that process but grace so how did you did, did, what visa did you use to get over here what how was that um, so at the moment, we're on a critical purpose visitor visa, um, which is the only visa you can use, I think, to come into New Zealand if you're not a, a resident or a citizen. Right. Um, so that visa lasts for 12 months from the day that you enter New Zealand. Um, and that only allows me to work currently. Um, so for me to come and do my job very specifically at that surgery as agreed. Um, but it allows Mark and James and Wilfred to come with us. Um, as soon as we landed, we then applied for um, it's called a work to residence visa, um, which is a 30 month visa. Uh, and that will allow Mark to work and changes James and Wilfs into uh, effectively student visas so yeah. they can go to school for free. Because right. uh, although James could go to school now, we'd have to pay the full full private fees. And that's something that's often misunderstood, although the immigration department say that he could go to school. The Department of Education say, well, on that visa, you'd have to pay. Um, right. So once we're on to, on the work to residence visa, then he can go to school as as any other um, uh, New Zealand child can. Right. 
How much, and the how idea much are the fees to, if you don't have a visa, how much are you looking at for a child to go to school? About $20,000 for the year oh, for primary school. Wow. Um, yeah. And more for secondary school. It's another nice car. Yeah. You, you can stay <laughs> home with the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay with your grandma. Um, yeah. And the idea with the work to residence visa is you've then got two years to, to live in New Zealand and experience life and see what it's like. And then you've then got six months to either apply for permanent residency or arrange to go back home right. or where, wherever you've come from. Yeah. Um, I believe we can upgrade to a resi- uh, to a permanent residency before or apply for that before the end of the two years, if we're sure. But the general gist is, do your two years, see how you feel, because it's a, a bigger commitment and more financial commitment but to apply for residency than the, the work to residence visa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're in the process of just waiting for that 30-month visa to come through then, are you? Uh, yes, it should be through any day now because they were waiting for, for a couple of final bits of paperwork from the medical council for me, so yeah. it should be any day now. Fantastic. Brilliant. Okay. So, and then just one more question, then we'll move on to the dogs, but one more question. So from the day you decided when you sat down with that glass of wine and went, let's go to New Zealand from the day you decided (laughs) to when you get off the plane and uh, how many, how long was that? What was the time period that we're looking at? Yeah, we we were, we were trying to work it out, weren't we? Because I, I remember the afternoon um and and i think it was late january i think it was around the third week of january um and we had that conversation where it was basically right are are we going to do this are we are we going to fully commit um and at nine o'clock the following morning i'd rung the estate agents put the house on the market um because for for me the house was the biggest tie you know i mean obviously and and, you know grace had work and everything else but I, i think for, for the family unit, one of the biggest barriers to, to going is, is your house because yeah. that's A, where it's, you've, got a, you've got a mortgage attached to it, for starters. You know, you've got to sell it to yeah. basically free up cash to make the, the adventure yeah. a possibility. So um, we, we thought it would take some time to, to sell our house. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, ironically, it went within, I think, 48 hours. We'd accepted an offer. <sighs> so that really sped things up. Yeah. and. As I say, so that was the third week of January and we touched down... Door to door, it's probably seven months. Yeah, seven touched down months. at yeah. the end of That's July. That's pretty quick, yeah. isn't it? Mm. To change your yeah. life around like that and get to the other side of the world yeah. and, and just... It probably could have been a bit quicker, but we wanted James to sort of finish the school year and kind of get into some holidays and the house, the housing market's a bit crazy in the UK. So that took much longer than it should have done for a single transaction. So yeah. um, we needed that sort of extra cushion, but seven, seven months, I think, door to door. Yeah, we were, we were really fortunate. We found a buyer with no chain and, and everything seemed to be move, moving nicely. And, and um, once you've got a buyer, you know, you you, you want to keep that buyer. So yeah. we we moved out pretty quickly. Mm. Um, and then we, yeah. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, you, you have that race to the line. Yeah. Um, and then we, um, well, we moved around various things but we did caravans airbnbs um all sorts really just to bide our time between may and and july yeah i remember you saying on the chat oh we're living in a caravan so it's got two kids two dogs and two adults in this caravan and i just thought i (laughs) really i really did feel for you like you know (laughs) it was good practice for miq yeah so mark is it true that you fainted when you had your blood test it is. It is true. It is. Yeah. So, so that was an experience. Are you a Manchester um, United but, supporter? No, <laughs> I'm Leicester City. Leicester City all the way. <laughs> um, but no, no. I mean, that's uh, that. Yeah, yeah. The med, the medicals are quite um, intensive to to come over on on whatever visa you come on and. Um, it was just quite entertaining in, in the fact that we we were sat in the waiting room. Grace had taken the kids into to one room to be checked over by the doctor, um, and I was waiting to see the nurse. And um, the, the, unbeknown to me, the nurse had gone and knocked on the door to the doctor to say, "Oh, can, can I have some help? I've got a, I've got a sixteen stone chap flat on the deck." <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, and uh, the, the the irony is, Grace thought it you know it was the old ch- it was for the old chap that was in the waiting room waiting to go and have his his blood test, yeah. but no, it was me. And um, 
other than that, uh, the, the the medicals were absolutely fine. But yeah, I've I've been reminded of that on several occasions by uh, work colleagues, family, and and, and now you, Liz. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it, and then I thought I'm just going to see what he says when I say this. Yeah, yeah. and it's no, even it was... funnier because Grace is a GP, so it's like <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> oh, so. Tell us about getting you to how how on earth do you get when you told me this on the Slack group, when you said our dogs are coming with us and they're going to go on a flight that is dedicated doggy flight. But can you just tell me the process of how do you go about bringing two dogs? First of all, what sort of are they big? Is, is it is a, what is it again? A, a, a poo? Cockapoo. A cockapoo. Yeah. Is that thought, a big dog a, or a small dog? I thought that was like dog? a bird. No, that's cockapoo. <laughs> <laughs> is it a big or a small one? What? <laughs> uh, they're, they're, they're small to medium size, um, uh, about seven and nine kilos, I think. So mm-hmm. they're, they're lap dogs, you know, they're not, oh, they're they're not these micro dogs that no. you see. Yeah. Um, no, but they but, fit in handbags. But no. nor, nor, are they, nor are they giant Labradors or anything like right. that. Right, okay, um, gives me an idea. But the, to be honest with you, obviously we'd never done it before. Um you you kind of I used to travel a lot with work and and sometimes on the continent in Europe you'd be on a flight and someone would get on with a dog um and and be sat next to you with 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 this um little chihuahua or, or what yeah. have you what in the normal yeah, cabin in the cabin yeah, yeah. so in, 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 in Europe in Europe that's quite uh mm. certainly used to be quite a common side that you'd see the the odd one but yeah mm. but we obviously knew that wouldn't be possible now um and the 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 agency that you'd been working Mm -hmm. with had a couple of recommendations of of companies pet logistics companies basically that specialize in getting your pet from a to b um and and there's there's one hell of a process to go through um and the, the first the first thing that we realized hence why they're not here now is just how long it takes um so um the first bit of advice I think we'd both give is is get someone that knows what they're doing, that can fill out the paperwork and and keep you on the right track. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's been essential, yeah. hasn't it? It's not really something you can. Uh, you probably some people probably could navigate it themselves, but it's so specific and so specialist that it it's just not worth it actually. And the price difference is is not a great deal because most of the the cost is in either what the vet's doing for you or in the transportation fees. The administration is a relatively small cost, but in terms of time and headaches, it's it's probably worth every penny. Yeah, yeah. And and so I think we um, we started the process pretty much straight away. Uh, so as I say, you know, let's assume early February. Um, and we were told then that realistically nine to 12 months is the optimum time. Um, in terms of being able to transport a a dog. And that's because um, to come to Australia and New Zealand, they basically have to have had a, uh, a, what they call a primary rabies vaccination Mm. um, within, I believe it's 12 months of departure. Um, And they then have to have had a, um, a blood test, uh, which shows sufficient immunity to the rabies within three months of departure, I believe it is. Uh, And obviously this is different for different countries around the world. Um, But that's, they are your, you know, once you're, once you're on that, on the, on the track, you have to be governed by those timescales one day either side and, and they'll, you know, they'll reject it. So you're basically working very specifically to this, this rabies vaccination program. Um, and it doesn't always go according to plan, as we found out. So we had both our dogs vaccinated, um, and you, you pay the, the the handsome veterinary fees um, for, for mm-hmm. the for the pleasure. Um, and then they were tested again. You pay pay the, the the test fees only to discover that both dogs had failed the immun- the immunity test. Oh. Um, so the clock restarts. Oh, no. So. Um, it was at that point that we realised they weren't going to be coming with us because we, mm-hmm. by this point, had realised that we were going at the end of July. Um, hence the, the frantic text to my parents saying, mm. would you like two visitors <laughs> uh, for, for a few weeks? Um, so so we, we, we re-ran that process and thankfully um, a few weeks before we, we departed, um, they uh, got the, the relevant paperwork in place and 
and then they're due to join us in about two weeks' time. Um, well, they'll, they'll arrive in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, so, did in, you get your money back for the first time that they failed that test? You... No, no, you you repay it. It goes on the it goes on the tab. How much is um, that? How much was it for them to have their I mean, t- jabs? Uh, by the time you've done the blood tests and the jabs, you're looking at about six hundred pounds for the two. Wow. Yeah. And it, and it's true as um, it's true as well that they have to speak English to come into New Zealand. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, Not Australia. But, but it doesn't once, matter there. But. <laughs> but but once they arrive here, they have to do a ten day quarantine, which we find quite amusing. The fact we had to do fourteen oh. days in MIQ, yeah. and the dogs get ten days. Mm-hmm. Um, so hang on, so, is it? Yeah. Do they get on a, at their own little plane? So they've had the vaccinations, they've had the rabies things, and they've been all passed for mm-hmm. that. You have seen Catch the Pigeon, mm-hmm. haven't you, with Mutley? When he used to fly the plane. No, no? I haven't. Oh, and right. so, do they, do they get on? Do, do they get on their own plane? Have they got their own? No, plane? no. So, so they have a. Because um, you said it was called uh, like a pet plane, and I thought like, oh, it's a plane coming over with all these pets sit, sitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're, smoking. you're not far off. You're not far off. I'll have a GT. I'll have a whiskey with mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they basically have a uh, very select number of flights and airlines, particularly at the moment, that accept pets. Um, so from the UK, the main one is Singapore Airlines. Right. Um, and there's two reasons for that. The first one is that Singapore is a virtually a halfway house between yeah. the UK yeah. and um, New Zealand. So uh, it's, it's good for a stop off. Um, but they basically have select number of flights where they run a, an aircraft that has a, a pressurized, temperature-controlled hold. So they travel in in specially designed crates that have to be uh, certified by the, the relevant aviation and, and veterinary authorities. Um, and, and that's another thing, you know, that having this third party to do the administrative yeah. side, they can also guide on that yeah. because that's where the price can really creep up. Um, so, so yeah, you have to book. And I think it's about, they, they say nine or 10 weeks ahead of when they're due to travel is kind of the waiting time to get a slot on, on a flight. Yeah. So it, it's very unlikely you would ever be able to travel on the same flight as, as your pets yeah. um, because of the the amount of yeah. hoops and, and the paperwork and also the wait list. Obviously, at the moment, because of the reduced flight schedule, there's uh, quite a heavy waiting list because they can only take a certain number of animals. Yeah. Right. Um, if, if you've got more and, money, do they have like economy class for them or? First well, class? yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're uh, basically um, j- joking on one side. They don't have uh, anything for the for the pets on the actual planes. But these companies do a little bit of upselling around the the treatment of the dogs and, and the, the luxuries they get, both at the, uh, the the trip down to Heathrow and the night before their flight in Heathrow, but also in, in quarantine. Yeah. So would your dog like a, a heated bed? Would it like a television? Um, would it like a sofa? Yeah. So, so some of the, some of the uh, doggy MIQ facilities or quarantine facilities in Auckland and there's only a very specific number that are licensed, but yeah, they they offer kind of an upgraded uh, suite uh, for, for the dogs <laughs> wow. for their for their ten day stay. Gonna, so different different classes do exist, yeah. even in in doggy I thought there air would travel. be like just just for the fact that you know if you've got more money, you could have a bigger kennel for them. Yeah. I always like think that. it would be a brilliant mm. business to be in that because all right, you go, oh yeah, would your dog like television? Would it like this? Would it like that? And you pay all this money. How would anyone ever know? Whether your dog had enjoyed the programs or yeah, anything like that. You know? It's watch Bolt you, or Madagascar yeah, or something, you, you know? You can't. Yeah. Like, well, you, if you've got kids in nursery, then they can come home and tell you how horrible it was or whatever. But your dog is never going to, ever going to be able to let you know. So, you know. It's got a GoPro. You're onto a winner if you've got that business. Yeah. You're onto a winner. It's, it's, it's so making. true, though. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, even yeah. if you go away for the weekend, and, and I don't know what it's like over here, we've not done it yet, but you know, the kennels in the UK they don't just have kennels now they have pet hotels yeah. basically so it is heated beds televisions yeah. extra blankets toys what <laughs> what have you and, yeah. and I, I guess with with pets 
it's quite a, an open market, isn't it? You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. people love their pets. Yeah. People will, will pay for their pets, especially those where they are their children. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and I don't know why we're sitting here laughing because we're just as bad. We're like, oh, let's wash her bedding. She's she's had that bedding now for three days. She's going to need it fresh. So, you know, you do, know, you, you become do. like, yeah. They, yeah. they do become like your children, don't they, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. I don't know if I'd pay for a telly, though. I don't know if I'd pay for a telly. Yeah. That's, no, you know. maybe the heated blanket. I think I, I think I've paid for that before for them. Yeah, but yeah. That I'd stop at the telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, all right. So they're not over here yet. They're with your mum and dad. So they're, yeah, yeah they're, they're due to depart in in about uh, I think it's twelve, thirteen days from now, and then they've got their ten day. Yeah. Um, that their ten-day stay in in uh, doggy MIQ as we've called together, it. or are they going separate? Yeah, yeah. So so that's the that's the other thing. Um, certain providers let you have the same crate for them to travel in, yeah. so they can travel together. Others say that they'll guarantee that they're within sight of each other. But once they actually arrive here, they'll share the same the same panel oh, because they've be nice. you know they've lived together. Yeah, oh. so they'll. Um, and and you get like a you know a CCTV doggy TV so you can oh, log right. in and see what your Do dog's you? up to when they're in quarantine. Oh, well, there you go. So, then yeah. that's good. So you can well, keep you your eye on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you imagine how excited the kids are going to be when they go and pick up pick pick them up? Yeah. They're going to be. Uh, yeah. James has asked probably three times since we've been out of MIQ when the dogs are getting here. Um, so he'll be and they'll be very excited when they get here. Yeah. And you know what? I think it's going to make, I don't know, I just think having a dog over here, having a pet, it's the first thing you, like, when you, don't you think that when you've got your animals with you, it sort of makes, it really makes it home, doesn't it? You know, it just, it does gel the unit. Yeah. It just makes that, 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 that complete, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially with young children like you two have got. So, and on mm-hmm. and on the and on the topic of dogs as well. Oh my God, you have come to the best place in the world for dogs. I have never known a nation love dogs as much as the New Zealanders love them. They love yeah. them more than children, actually, don't they? Yeah, Bri? they do. Yeah. They do. They do. If you, I've told you this before, but if you're walking along down the beach and you've got your little cute kids with you and your big fat ugly dog, they will always stop and go, "Oh, your dog's nice. What breed yeah, is she?" Like, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good, a good conversation starter yeah. for sure. Yeah, they love yeah. dogs. Yeah, and especially yeah. You, yeah, you guys. Go, these guys are English. People. What did you say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dogs and dogs and children are a great way to meet people. They aren't are, they? Start yeah. making those connections. They with, are. Good conversation so, starter. Oh, I'm so excited for you because that's just going to be absolutely amazing. Mm. I'm sorry if yeah, you did. Book, yeah. Did you did you pay for a television, Grace? Because I'm sorry if you did. And now here's me going. I wouldn't pay for a television. Oh no. <laughs> and here's their DVDs no, 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 that no. they like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm 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 more of a. No, they'll be fine. Stick them in one kennel together. They'll be all right. Yeah. You're more of a luxury kind of a dog yeah. pamperer, aren't you? I am. I am. But no, even I've gone for the the relatively baseline um, expense on, on this one because it, it's not a cheap activity bringing no. the dogs yeah. over. So um, do you mind I mean, sharing really how much it was, Mark? Yeah, so realistically, um, you're looking at around... Uh, th- assuming you didn't have to redo the jabs, you'd be looking at around three and a half thousand pounds per dog. Right. It's not not as bad right. as I thought. So, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's know. about it's about seven, um, and and that is you that that's your baseline economy ticket. Yes. Uh, obviously, as I say, you can, you can go as high as you like. I'm sure. Um, they can have a stretch limo from Auckland Airport, probably, if you, yeah. if you find the right supplier. But yeah. um, no, I mean, yeah, about seven thousand pounds. Yeah, um, and that that includes, as I say, that kind of helping hand uh, provider. I mean, there's loads out there. Um, you've only got to put it in Google, and yeah. that they they come up. Um, but as so far, you know, I'll, I'll touch wood um, until they're actually here. Oh, but they've, yeah. they've been pretty good. So yeah. um, obviously, you know, like Grace said, their fee is such a small percentage that given the amount of paperwork that they have to travel with yeah. um, and, and the certificates you have to have signed by the vets in the UK and what have you, uh, it, it's a no-brainer, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, you don't want to get it wrong, do you, like you say, because it can yeah, it can be upsetting. The costs just pile up. Yeah. I, I mean, we were watching the, I think it was last week or a couple of weeks ago when you guys did one around comparing the costs and you were saying that vet prices aren't as bad over yeah, here yeah, as, yeah. as in the UK yeah. but as you know you know to sign a piece of paper in the UK 
I mean, you can be looking 150, 180 pounds yeah. just yeah. to yeah. just just to walk in the door. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you're timesing it by two the whole time as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, that that adds and it it can mount up very quickly. It can. Um, but we, we've got some friends that brought a cat over and went through a very similar process. And I think they said, you know, they paid just shy of. Uh, two, but that was a few years ago, but just shy of two grand. Right. Um, but obviously at the moment with the reduced flight schedules and the waiting lists, prices are at a premium. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's to be expected, I suppose, yeah. given the given the climate. I think you've done the right thing because like I say, it's, you've, you've, it's a fantastic country for, animal, for dogs and yeah. I think it's just going to make your beautiful little family just complete when they get here yeah. as well. Yeah, because um, it's, it's the first you know, few months is always the hardest yeah. when you move into a new country, you know, because you, literally like we were saying before, you are the other side of the world and then to all of a sudden mm-hmm. have your dogs there. Yeah. It's just, that's just it's like when so your pillow cool. arrives, yeah. isn't it? When you know you, when your stuff arrives and there's your pillow and it's like, oh, yeah. my pillow. <laughs> all of a sudden right. you're at home. Yeah. <laughs> They are real lap dogs, you know. You you walk in the door, they're pleased to see you. You sit down, and they want to be on your lap. Aww. They want, you know, they they want to be there with you, which is lovely. Yeah. I wonder what they'll be like when you get them. I wonder if they'll be a bit miffed with you, as if like, mm, you know, you you left us. I wonder, mm, I wonder yeah, if they'll yeah. be all over you. It'll be interesting. I think probably for a half a second, and then they they are the two of the most excitable soppy dogs you've ever met Aww. in your life. Make sure that you send uh, us some pictures forgiven. so that when we do this podcast, I can overlay the, or Brian can overlay yeah. the pictures of the dogs yeah, because be I'm just well, dying yeah. to see Film them Film the reunion. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Film the reunion. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That would be yeah. great, yeah. wouldn't yeah. it? All right. Yeah. So they're, they're being brought down to uh, a Napier from Auckland. Um, you know, the, the company's bringing them. So it'll be quite a moment when they when they open the door oh. and realise where they are. Yeah, Because yeah. well, it'll be it? a couple of weeks before this goes out at least, won't yeah. it, I suppose. And all so those different hopefully. smells yeah, yeah. that they're going to have and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, guys, you've literally, you've how long have you been in the country? Not very long, is it? Uh, 17 days. 17 yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm really sorry that you arrived and we went straight into lockdown. It was just, it was just unfortunate timing. But uh, what was it like when you woke up in New Zealand that first morning? Yeah. What, what was it like? How did you feel? It was a huge sense of relief. You know, there'd been so much stress and worry and anxiety and planning in those those final weeks, as there would be anyway. But with the added COVID. bonus in in there to have made it onto the flight and be in New Zealand and nobody could take that away from us it's like oh we've made it the adventure starts yeah Uh, uh, whereabouts did you go in MIQ were you in Jet Park or were you uh, somewhere else uh no we were at the Ridges Hotel in Auckland oh wow so so luckily after the right in the town centre yeah we could see the sky tower yeah Mm. yeah I mean I I think if, if it had been the two of us, we'd say it was absolutely fine. It was perfect. You know, the food, one thing I will say, the staff and the food were absolutely amazing. Yeah. Were they? Um, we were yeah, in standard. a standard double room, though, which when oh, you've got right. two kids yeah. in there as well, and by the time you've got the travel cot set up and try and figure out somewhere to, you know, be able to eat your food and, and what have you, it, it was compact. It was tight. Yeah. It was, yeah. Um, and, and especially when you've then got you see people on on the various Facebook groups having a having a moan that they've you know they've got this this one bedroom suite but they haven't got a second bedroom for the the oh, little yeah. one to go in. It's yeah. like you know nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but but it is a lottery, and I think we had to, you know, the whole time we were just saying, you know, we're lucky to have actually a been able to come to New Zealand at the moment with the borders as closed as they are. Secondly, the fact we got an MIQ slot before the what appears to be this current rush and, and really quite um, stringent process yeah. that you're having to go through to be able to secure mm-hmm. a slot. We we kind of just, just jumped that queue. Yeah. Um, so we're very conscious of that and the fact that we're very fortunate to uh, to even be here at the moment. So even though we are in lockdown, yeah. um, we you know, we say to each other, hey, hey it's part of the journey. It's part of the process, but also, yeah. you know, at least we are here. We we, we made it. Yeah. yeah, and spring is coming and summer's coming, so yes. it just gets better and better Absolutely. as well. Yeah, yeah. and the yeah. the weather's been superb, hasn't it? it has and and we've absolutely. got a, a nice little little garden. Whereabouts um, in New Zealand yeah. are you? Who's that before? Yeah. 
You did, Hawks, did, Hawks Bay. Did you, did, did yeah, you send us, I didn't about, know yeah, if we, we talked say. about that privately or whether oh, we yeah. said it on the podcast. No. We haven't actually said it, have we? <laughs> You're in Hawks yeah. Bay. Yeah, we're down in down in Hawks Bay, um, which was sold to us as one of the sunnier parts of New Zealand. So, uh, so far, it's stuck to its word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good though. Yeah. It's beautiful, but, uh, isn't it? Really beautiful. Yeah, we, we've, we've been really, really, really lucky. And, and those first few days, we managed to sort of a long-term house out. We're, we're currently in a property that Grace's work have sorted for the first few months. Yeah. Um, but we managed to sort a, a rental out, which, okay. as you guys know, that yeah. that's a process yes. over here in New Zealand yeah, to, go, to go through. Yeah. Um, we sorted the school out. We did. Uh, and we bought a car that we haven't yet been able to pick up because we went into lockdown. What, so what did you get then? We, we've sorted it. Um, so we've gone for an Outlander. An Outlander. Outlander. That's yeah. Subaru. Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. Yeah, Which I know is your favourite, Brian. I was going to say, Brian loves Mitsubishi. There you go, Brian. But to be honest with you, um, it's it, there's so many unknowns that we were just like, and obviously we're paying every day for a, a rental car at the moment. Yeah. We're just like, let's get something sorted. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Time will tell whether it was a good decision or not. But uh, It'll be fine. You I'm can so say that with all cars. The thing is, is like you normally get two cars for the family, like you know, because one's one's a work car and one's a family car, isn't it? Like you know, so that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. When do you start yeah. work, so, Grace? You'll need you'll uh, need two with Outlander. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what did you say, Grace? <laughs> I start work in a week. In a week. Um, my my plan was to cycle to work. Um, because it's only a couple of miles and, you know, it's good to get the exercise and things. Um, but obviously I can't buy a bike at the moment, so... <laughs> yeah. Oh, It'll you, be fine. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 will, it will all sort itself uh, it just, out, It just it? does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it will do. Yeah. Fingers crossed and stay positive. And your one last question that I want to ask you, um, what do you hope your life in New Zealand is going to look like? You know, what, what, what are you hoping out of New Zealand? Go on, you, you, you go. Um... I think a slower pace of life, appreciating the now rather than always planning for the future mm. and having some adventures. Yeah. Oh, that's gorgeous. Mark, have you got anything to add to that? Um, I, I think I think for me it's it is that adventure. It, it's something like I said at the beginning, you know, it's it's a it's an itch that we've wanted to scratch for so long. Yeah. Um and just being able to see um Another way of life, and obviously, although it's the you know we say it's the same, but a bit different in in New Zealand. It, it, there's actually some big differences, yes. you know, and some of those some of those cultural differences are, are quite quite substantial. So I think that'd be great, and obviously for the kids as well to be able to grow up and uh, adopt some of those New Zealand ways of life. I think um, you know that's that's it's all it's all part of this this big adventure that we've got, and, and hopefully we like it, and, and hopefully we're here for the long term. Yeah. Oh. I think that that's that's a great way to look at it as well, and and it's when people say to you, once you've lived here for a little bit, they go, "Oh, what is it about New Zealand?" And you just look at them and you go, "You you won't know until you come here because no. I can't explain it to mm-hmm. you." Yeah. And and that's mm. such a hard thing because it's just those little small things yeah. that make it special sometimes. Yeah, like, oh, you know, it's, yeah. there's yeah. just yeah, and we've been made to feel really welcome yeah. since yeah. we arrived, and and I think obviously the the locals know we're new they just know you know it's that yeah. sort of place where I, I think people know people um but they're, they're even in those first couple of days you know they were they were very welcoming and, and lots of if ever we can help or if ever you've got any questions and yes. I think that's great and obviously we're really lucky with 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 your group in that we've got people that are going through the same as us yeah. or they're just a few weeks yeah. ahead of us yeah. so you know you can put you can put a call out and say you know mm. has anyone found this or does anyone know of any way you can get this yes. and instantly you're it's getting great. responses back yeah. so yeah. I, I think I think that's a really good safety net for us as well um mm-hmm. as we navigate things like buying a house buying a car etc yeah. yeah. so yeah, all, all, all good. And uh, at the same time, you know, you want some of those unknowns. That's what makes it. You know, yes. those. If, if you knew everything, the, the adventure side would drop. Yes. So, yeah, it'd be the same um, as being back in the UK because you know it all, then, don't you? So it's like, exactly, yeah. exactly. You got to, you got to, you got to make the mistakes yourself. It's like with your kids. You know, like Sonny's twenty years old. Don't do it like this. Do this. And he has to learn himself. Yeah. You, know, you just do. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I just That's love right. that. And this is this is the biggest thing. I just love that you will always, always be able to say to your kids and your grandchildren, whatever, we tried it. Yeah. We went out there and we gave yeah. it a go. And how gave fantastic it is it to be yeah. able to say that, hey? You know, because some amazing. people just don't. And it's just, you are doing it. So yeah. 
big hats off and you've done it with two dogs and a one-year-old and a six-year-old yeah. so right. <laughs> you get Do my utmost respect yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the word of advice mark don't wear that leicester city shirt at the moment because that's how they know you're new all right <laughs> it's true it's true it's taking some getting used to actually because they play tonight yeah so that's that's really early in the morning um, so as someone that's watched them quite avidly uh, over the last few years yeah. it's going to be interesting uh, watching the time difference but there are there are channels out here I've already sussed it out well, have you, have you, you got can watch the, the Premier League yeah. quite freely out yes. have you got so, Spark yeah. Sport or have you tr- uh, I'm in the process of sorting honestly, it I'll, the, I'll miss tonight the, but we'll the get Spark it. Sport app is brilliant it, it's fantastic because it's got all the UEFA League and Champions League on it this year every game mm-hmm. or, or pretty well every oh, game you know but the Premier League can watch every game if you want through the week yeah it's great, fantastic you know? it's blooming yeah. brilliant it is Mark yeah. and you're not supposed to know this <laughs> but get, get, the, game. Get, the, get the VPN as well for uh Match of the day. <laughs> yeah. I'm just as big a football fan as Mark, so I'm oh. there. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. Well, the only good... Our, our very, very first date was to a Leicester City game. Oh, really? Oh, that's nice. You'd yeah. love that, wouldn't you, Brian? I'd love that, uh, yeah. 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 Liz is, Liz, You'd love yeah. Liz has actually been to Anfield, but there wasn't a game on at the time. <laughs> no, I did, I, yeah. Oh, look, we're going to let you go because yeah. I'm sure that you've, you've got little children and you're tired and, and, and whatever yeah. you are, but we just want to say... <laughs> Thank you so, so much for joining us yeah. and sharing all that information, you know, about your dogs and about yourself and your journey. It's just it's just massively helpful. Yeah. And thank you so much for being part of our group and just, you know, just contributing and just being there. And yeah, just thanks very much. Yeah, thank thanks you for having us. And, yeah. and thank you for what, you know, as I say, it's, it's really useful to... Uh, to have that group and uh, as well as making you feel like you know some people in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, I, I think, it, you know, it's just a really good support tool as well as a social thing as well. So yeah. it makes the transition much easier. Yeah, it does. Like Mark said, it's not just us that have kind of been involved, you know, the kids listening to the podcast about Christmas in New Zealand and Aww. things. Yeah. You know, really... James is so excited for, for Christmas. He's like, but they have snow on their postcards, but it's summer. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you know, six-year-old brain thinking, okay, that sounds weird, but I'll go with it. <laughs> yes. I'll get it on the podcast. Yeah, and, and get a Christmas tree with summer growth on it. That's just lovely but, you know, to know all, that it's it's still been part you. of the process. It's yeah. helped, yeah. definitely. Thank you very much for first saying that because that's it's really nice to know that yeah. you know you just it, it has helped you. So I'm really. Really grateful for you yeah. saying that. Thank you. Well, we, we were lonely when we first came here to a degree, and it's just like hopefully it helps everybody. You we're know, still a bit lonely, aren't we? Yeah, that's why we're keeping them on this yeah, call. We're not going to let them yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'll have to gear up in the summer and come over and see us. Yes, like definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, come and see it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Grace and Mark, and we will speak to you soon. Have a have a lovely rest of your or your week, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Hey, go <laughs> see you later. Bye. Bye. Take care, bye. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. We have loved having you here. If you guys could subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh yeah, that would be nice. That would be absolutely amazing. And make sure to share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to hop over to the blog, find one of the little boxes that ask you to drop your email. I will send you a newsletter every week letting you know when we've released our new podcast. That will go straight into your (laughs) inbox. So it's www.com itsadrama.com Alright guys, enjoy the rest of your day and we will see you next week for another podcast. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.